1: It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you.
2: Well, folks, Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing it again. He's done it again. Yes, he has. Giving away so much knowledge just to help you succeed walk out of the middle class become a multimillionaire. he is giving away his book just for you the name of that book the richest man in the trash can you want to make sure you get this book here's why if you are someone who is tired frustrated irritated of the day-to-day schedule of waking up going to work going Back home going to sleep just to do it all over again, not being able to spend time with your family. You just got married, you just had kids, or you take care of your parents and you're not there to do it. This is the book for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This book is free 99. Yes, you heard me. Free 99. Okay, yes. <laughs> all yours for free. Yes, free 99. All you have to do is just pay shipping and handling. That's it. $9.95 just to get your free book. This book is a life changer. I'm trying to tell you guys everything in this book is what Antonio taught myself and Grace that enabled us to retire. Yes, we are retired and we haven't even hit our 40s yet. Woo. I'm just saying. I got a few months to go. Don't worry about it. Shh, don't nobody <laughs> need to know that, girl. You don't look it. That's it. Go get it. Go get it and walk yourself out of the middle class into the life you deserve. Walk yourself into abundance. Abundance is freedom and this book is your journey out. You can plant better.
3: You can dominate.
4: All right, we're talking right. about something about agents, right? What is it today?
3: Um, real estate agent to do your BPO. Get a real estate agent to pull comps. That's
4: it. Yeah. All right, man. I need
3: you to walk agent. us through. Comps. Yes.
4: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to start us off briefly, and what I want you to do is I want you to walk us through everything from start to finish, okay? I want you to walk us through everything from start to finish. Essentially, ladies and gentlemen, when you do real estate, you're going to need an agent to pull properties for you, and in its simplicity, you want those properties to be pulled in a manner in which it serves you. Your computer restarted because of a problem. All right. So, Anywho, you can say here me now. All right, my computer's restarted because of problem. You're gonna let, let me get more realistic here. Yeah. Get more realistic. My agent knows that I want a certain type of house not built after 1985. Well, this is when I was doing a single family. I don't do this anymore, but I built that in 1985. 3 bedroom, 2 bath and I forget the square feet. I think it's is it 2000? No, I think 2000 Yeah, between 2000 and 2500 square feet it can be no bigger than that. And it must be in areas in which houses are being bought and purchased, or is bought and sold in sixty days or thirty days or less—sixty days or less, thirty days or less—she can't send me any other requ- criteria. So she goes in, she loses a little fingers, sets a little query, and every time something matches that, I get kicked the email. And then what I do. Then is, oh, I'm sorry, I get kicked the email, and then the, the email always also comes with comps that I can compare to. Got to mention that, that's very important. It also comes with comps that I can compare to, and then from those comps or comparables, is what you would call it, then I make an assessment on whether I should make an offer on this house. Simple explanation, we're going to go deeper, but Maurice, you're going to be the star uh this one because there is a lot to there's a lot of technical babble and other stuff that I need you to walk us through like we don't know anything you talk about. Take us from the beginning. Go ahead, brother.
3: Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Well I'll wait till everybody join in, site. you know, just uh you mentioned earlier in the first class, everybody know, um but- saying um uh, you know, wait till everybody join in. That was perfect point you made. Um so, so that a little joke, but so comparables. No, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, I just
4: I just got it. I got it late. I, yeah, so hey yeah. wait till you join in, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Wait, we, we hit a hundred. We hit a hundred, we're gonna start. No.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um so no, um, <laughs> yeah. No, so um, with comparables, real estate um, owned with COMPs, right? Com- COMPs is just short for comparables, market comparables. So. Um,
4: I lost you, you see there
3: I'm sorry, can you hear me?
4: Oh, yeah, there Hello? you go, there you go. Okay, right, La- sorry, yeah, we good. you get. Last thing we heard was.
3: Comps is just comparables. Okay. Okay, yep, so pardon me hit me by mistake. So uh comps is comparables, short for comparables. Um and the topic is get your real estate professional to pull REOs for you. Get your realtor, real estate professional to pull REOs for you. Now I just wanna mention uh about Realtor um and brandon Realtors have did the brilliant job, like you know, as we talk about all the The brilliant job of making. When you think of realtors, you think of real estate agents. You know they did a brilliant job of branding in that way. Realtors is a brand, and they're a a third-party entity. Realtors is the National Association of Realtors that Hmm. trademarked the realtor symbol. Realtor is a real real Hmm. realtor. So when you think real real estate, we see realtor. Most people think, oh, you know, and that's a a, a a, 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 an example of the type of branding you talk about, Um, uh, Antonio. Um, because when you think of that, you definitely think of realtor, of a real estate professional. Hmm. So, realtor is a trademark name, and it belongs to the National Association of Real Estate Brokers. I, um, I'm a realtist, you know. Happens to be a um, subscriber, of, um, a member of NARAB, National Association of Real Estate Brokers. That's a conversation we can get into and talk about. Um, um, yeah. Um, Another. T- I just wanted to throw that out there about realtor. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The, and that's a branding too um, tactic that they was very is, are very successful in uh, maybe yeah you should get into it I didn't, yeah, that. That. So, I, didn't,
4: I didn't know any of that so i didn't know any of that you should get into it
3: yeah so yeah okay so realtor is national they was they they was established in the 1920s i believe um and there was association was a third party association they are actually one of the largest lobbying entities in the real estate real estate they lobby for a lot they have a lot of power in the real estate industry um um they are very they're advocates for the real estate professional and what comes with that is also they also become um they they have to take the good with the bad so anytime anything happens steering redlining um blockbusting steering is when you steer clients away from a particular area because of uh, one of the protected classes so protected Mm -hmm. classes and you steer a client from the south side of, of an area to the north side because you know you feel that they're better suited to be living in the north side for your own reasons. So steering that's pretty much what steering is Blockbusting is when a person sells and and um they bust up the block or they go around and say, Hey, somebody uh, one of the protected classes moved in up the street, you better get ready to sell your property. You no know, wants one move in, that's when it all happens, and it all deals with the protected classes. So that, um, and then, you know, redlining deals with the money portion, insurance and banking. When you don't win okay. or you won't, we'll, yeah. So, all right. Um, so, um, realtors, they, when they established, was established in um, the early twenties, um, they're definitely an entity that is a lobbying entity. However, in the twenties, you know, we weren't able to 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 be realtors and in, until in, 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 the, in the 20s and realtors they were on the side of it was on the wrong side of history and, and at, at that point because blacks and minorities were not able to be real estate agents at that time this was around the time 1968 the um you know fair housing and all that happened um and 1968 act the fair housing act of 1968 happened as a result of you know history that we all we know about martin luther king being assassinated and seven days right after that, that's when that act was signed into, or it was signed in. Um, just prior to that, NAR and NARAB and you know blacks and those fighting for rights to be able to purchase real estate was on the front line, and it was a, it was they were in a battle to be able to have the ability to even buy real estate, own it, you know, much less, you know, you know when we still have deeds. So that's a, um we have, we have deeds that say. That you can't even sell to a minority, much less you know lease owned, The only way that they could be able to be part of a um, property is that they they're short stay there, and they as long as they're working, that's the only tie to this real estate that they they can have. So um, just that part of it is one part of the um, of why NARAB exists and why you know I'm just really mentioning realtor and realtist and real estate professional. So know that when going in, that when you go after, you know, look, seek out. a re- Now, and here's another point too. If you can't seek out a realtor in your area, you'll find a good quality um, agent to work with. There's a bunch in Texas. There's some people in Texas I know that are, you know, very good. Andre Cooks, he's a good, she owns the exit Exit agency there. My point for mentioning any of that is that most of the realtors are very, um, they- sharp and educated and they're in the know and know they know their industry and they know their market so you're going to get a person that knows you know knows what they're doing and know their stuff so i just wanted to kind of define gotcha. that realtor and and yeah no that
4: type. makes plenty of sense who, who, whoever yeah, so, would have yeah. known there's so much so much history okay so how right. can i i don't i'm gonna feed you a few questions i don't know real estate at all how Thank can you. i go get an agent
3: okay so first thing you want to do is identify First, start with just with me. I don't, you don't you don't know anything about real estate. Identify where you are. And I like to say, um, come into real present time right now. Just get present. Where am I at right now? What room am I looking at? What's the color of the wall? That that to that point, get come into present time and identify my role and what I'm looking for. Identify what exactly I'm doing. Okay, I wanna buy a real estate piece of property. I wanna buy a property. And I want it to be my first investment property. I'ma still stay living where I'm at. Or um identify where I'm at, you know, and what exactly I want to do and know exactly that. And then at that point you can identify the proper agent. Because a lot of times if you just go and just say, I'm gonna get pick a realtor or somebody that's gonna pick up the phone and call the nearest agent, the first agent I come into contact with, sure, they're gonna sell you, tell you, you know, um, um, sure I can help you, you know, and like Going back to the Dunkin' Donuts story, it's like pulling up to Dunkin' Donuts drive-through window, asking for eight quarts of ten, zero W twenty, and you know, and they ain't gonna be able to give it to you. Um, you know, they pour liquids, <laughs> they <can fill> <laughs>
4: they
3: gonna fill you up, but you know, it's gonna be coffee, you know, or some
4: hot yeah. you know,
3: chocolate, you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> um, so make sure that the specialist, the real estate professional, you find identifies with what your task is and your role is. You start out on the foundation. that foundation right. Then when you build, the higher you build, you have a thirty, you know, structure. So if you start at the beginning and having the foundation, where you have the right right agent for the right job for the right task. So if I'm looking for an REO agent or someone that's going to be a REO is real estate owned. That's the term that the bank use. That comes real estate owned because it's real estate that's owned by the bank. It was once owned by someone else so it becomes real estate owned reo um that and that's the term that's used for real estate owned. so let's say i want to i'm just going to pick this this target for this purpose um i want to mm-hmm. buy my first piece of real estate and it's bank on real estate and so you know i heard that i could find some good deals from hud and fannie mae i heard that the deals were out there i heard that the best way i could find um information i could there's some good deals with HUD. So that's the target, that's the path I'm going down. So what I need to do is go find me a REO HUD listing broker. Why is that important that you want to find that broker? Because he's equipped. When you do a HUD transaction, and first when and one one of the other things just to kind of be mindful of is there's no cookie cutter, nothing in in, in real estate. There's nothing yeah. that is like one size fit all. You know, there's not every deal, every transaction is different. Every um um, investor is different every scenario is different you know no matter how much it appears to saying just there's no cookie cutter way to look at it so um, and going to every transaction with that expectation and knowing that it's different you know even though it's the twin it's the second half of the twin that you bought last year you know it's gonna be different it's the same you know right there it's gonna be different so um, you found out that you want a HUD, HUD property, um, and that you found that you can get some good deals. So honing on just that market. So if, let's say if I'm I'm looking for REOs and I found out that I want to do HUD properties, I'm going to focus and become the best that I'm able to become at and proficient in understanding that what I'm looking for, for me. And then I'm going to be equipped because when I, once I'm as good at it or proficient as, proficient as I can become at it, then who I seek out is going to be just as proficient. If not, well, he's, you know, we attract to us who we are, you know, and then, so if I'm, you know, and then always start with me, it always start with you and knowing that you have to put in the work to get out of it what you want. You know, it's not um, like almost like a a, a agent that comes to an office and expect a broker to feed them business and to make them, if you got to go into that situation, knowing that I have to do the work. there's work I have to put into this, knowing that you're gonna put in the work and then your agent is gonna be just that. he's gonna be the broker. He's gonna be the facilitator. She he or she is gonna be the facilitator to get you to the next stage of you know next stage of the game or you know so our real broker you want to identify the right broker. very key, very um, I can't stress how much that is uh, needed write that part down, you know that you want the broker. To so be a broker that specializes in whatever it is you're looking for. So if I'm looking for an REO, first property. I heard the deals are out there with HUD and bank owned properties. So let's throw Fannie Mae in there too. HUD and Fannie Mae properties, right? Because here's why those deals are that way and they are good. Because when you get a, Fannie, a HUD property, you purchase something that's called PMI, private mortgage insurance. Or MIP, depending on what type of a loan it is. So you're getting private mortgage insurance on the property. So when you get private mortgage insurance on a property, it's just like any other insurance that protects the mortgage. You know, you borrow money. Money is just like a commodity. It's just like something you go pick up off the shelf. You know, borrow money is cheap. It's like a product. So you borrow money just like a vehicle, your automobile. Think of money as being like your automobile, and you buy insurance for your automobile. It's the same. So mortgage insurance is purchased. And mortgage insurance is any event that you can't pay me back or you can't pay the bank back. Now, hence is why an FHA loan is not always the best loan for a person to get because an FHA loan has mortgage insurance on it for the whole 30 years of the loan. um, uh, um, A conventional loan is two types of loans you can purchase, or three types, Um, but for the most part, that's in the the industry. either going to get an FHA loan, conventional loan, or hard money, which is private money. So, an FHA loan comes with, you have to purchase um, private mortgage insurance or mortgage insurance for that loan for the whole life of that loan. 30 30 years you're gonna pay, whatever that dollar amount, $116.12 each month on that mortgage loan for mortgage insurance for the life of the loan. So, at the end of the day, if we know anything, right, Any mortgage that we purchase, right? The amortization of it. How is amortized? Amortized comes from the root word morte, right? Mort. Amortize. The root word morte means death. You kill off slowly. Kill off slowly. Morte, in Spanish, I believe it means death. So so amortize, you're amortizing the loan. And I don't, um, don't want to get caught up in that. Uh, you talked about earlier, Antonio, um, making it um, too much. But, you know, amateur, amortizing the, zone, the loan. So I re- the amortization of a loan, the bank makes their, you pay off the interest first. So if you have a 30-year mortgage, the first 10 to 20 years of that mortgage, you're paying off the, the uh, interest. You get I'm it? It's very glad you're talking about that thick, this. Very glad
4: you're talking about
3: that this. That thick pile of papers you get when you buy your loan, <clears throat> that loan is amortized over a 30-year period. And when they call it you know, amortize over 30 years, so you're paying, the way you get your mortgage payment down to, to be so low is they amortize over 360 months, um, over 30 years. And they're amortizing it, amortizing it and um, the payments are based on 30 year payout and your interest rate. So at the beginning, the first, Ten to twenty years of the loan, you might pay on a thousand dollar loan nine hundred and ninety six dollars will go towards the interest only. So, of that thousand dollar payment, four dollars goes towards principal. So that two hundred thousand dollar loan, now becomes two hundred. Um, I mean, um, you know, four dollars less than than the first month. All that goes towards the to the bank. So now here's you paid into the bank. You paid your points. Cost of getting into the loan, you paid your, you know, the points, all the fees that it's a closing cost and all the associated fees that go with um, acquiring a mortgage. You paid all that to the bank up front. Now they're getting all their money up front, in by way of the way that is amortized. So it's um, a one thousand dollar payment. 960 dollars goes towards interest. The bank, bank is recouping their money. First, getting their money back first. I lent it to you. Now, um, so now on top of that, you have mortgage insurance. So that MIP, the mortgage insurance, once that loan defaults or the borrower defaults from their loan, the, the the government don't own the loan. Fannie Mae or HUD, they don't. They're not. It's not. They're not in the business of getting money. They guarantee the loan. They guarantee that it will be paid so a lot of people think that hud is giving me this loan i'm i'm you know a person get they start losing um missing payments they call hud you know or call hud to get some help you know um hud is really not the entity that's going to be able to help you they're going to direct you to somebody that can help you hud the government just guarantees that loan they say all right if they don't pay if they meet these criteria here are the steps here's the criteria that they need to meet six x amount of fico score no missed payments in the past 12 months. The criteria they set, HUD will say, HUD says, All right, we'll, we'll back that loan. We don't even have a credit score. Another thing that's a myth, and people think that, well, you know, I have to have a certain credit score. VA loans and HUD loans don't have credit scores. It's the overlays that the bank put on it as a protection to make sure that they'll get paid. So um, the bank will say, um, Okay, HUD's got lines, is no credit score needed. You know, um, if it is, if there, if, if it's challenged or there's, there's there's, challenges with it, we just, we require a letter and let's look at it, let's explore it because HUD's purpose is to get people in homes. That's the whole design. That's what it was supposed to be designed for. Really to get low income people and minorities into the homes and people that would not necessarily be able to purchase a home. That's what it was, per- that was the purpose of it or is the purpose of it. Um, hence is why also But when you first buy a HUD property, the first fifteen days is for owner occupants. So they it's out there in the the public for owner occupant first. Then it opens up to investors. Because again, the whole purpose of it is is to get homeowners into the home. So okay, now this is for the person that hasn't ever bought a home and you're looking at purchasing your first house. And I just wanna get in the game. I don't know how I just wanted to do it. Just let's I'm ready. Whatever it is, let's let's get it done. So I'm gonna go and um, I, I got about, I got about 15 uh, bands and I'm going to, um or 10 bands, maybe, you know, even seven or eight. <clears throat> I, what I'd like to say at this point is, don't wait until you have all the money. Don't, well, I'm waiting till wait until I got it, but that time may not never come. Jump in it and get in it. <clears throat> when I bought my first house, I had enough money to put it down a down payment, and I saw down the line getting the rest of it. I made the commitment. And then I just went after it, like you said, make the commitment and figure it out after you get into it. So, you know, as you figured out I the rest along the way, I put the thousand dollars down or it doesn't even have to be a thousand dollars. Depends on where you at, it could be a hundred dollars. You know, HUD will take a hundred dollars. They have a hundred dollars down. My point is don't let nothing stop you from getting started. If you're ready to start, start. Because what the worst, the best thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna find out what I need to do in order to make it happen two months, three months, six months down the line, then to not do anything and then still be in the same position. So start right now, whatever it is, start, go and make up your mind to say, all right, if I'm ready to do it, whatever it is I got, whatever I have, wherever you starting from, wherever it is you have, start from that point right then. Start from that point and get the process started and 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 um, say I'm going to find me a HUD home. You can um, look up properties in your area. They have their own website, hudhomestore.com. Um, if you're looking go ahead and go to that website download that app on your phone and look at it every day look at it every day start because here the importance of getting into it and when I say present time I mean just take a minute right where you are right now and look around you if you're in your car look to you right look look you no know, identify where you are. What's in front of you, what's right there, right? What I'm, you know, what color is my steering wheel? You know, the radio knobs, look at, you know, the room I'm in, what's in my room, what's around me, what's surrounding me right now, where am I at? And I say present time, because it's important to know, to be in present time, you know, at all times when you when doing things, because it helps to make, make it real. And I'm only saying that to say that it's important to go out to visit some of these homes, go stand in it, walk in the door, because you gotta own it and you gotta go into agreement with yourself that I'm 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 ready to do this. So the moment you put that conscious knowledge out, that conscious thought to do it, you already called it into your consciousness. You already called it, you called it into being, into existence. But it starts where you have to make the decision first to say, I'm gonna buy this house, my first property, I'm buying it at whatever cost. Nope, I ain't got no money right now, but I got my income tax and I got a thousand dollars, or I have dollars I can spare to put to the side towards it, and um in six months, I can come up with the rest. I don't know what that rest, you know, I mean, I didn't identify, identify what okay, let me use this as a rule of thumb too cause I don't want that sound like hocus pocus, just I don't know what the rest is, but for any pro, any loan, the rule of thumb is three to nine percent will get you into the property. So if you're looking at a hundred thousand dollars house, you can say it's safe to say that you can get into that house roughly for about $9,000. $9,000 is a rule of thumb safe bet to say. About $9,000 will get me into that property, right? So if I say, um, I got a $100,000 home. Now, the other part of it is you get the right agent, why it's important to have an agent that has done this before, that has done a HUD home before, and that has the experience of it, because that agent's gonna tell you, okay, well, I can get you 3% of that 9,000 back in closing costs. So we can make our offer appealing enough to get that 3% put into that. So now you're down to six bands, right? 6000 now. $6,000. You're at 6000 now. So you just knocked that off. But you didn't, wouldn't have known that if you didn't get into it. You didn't jump in it and get into the process of it. So that's why it's important to get in it and realize. And the other part is go see the property. Go look at it. Ride by it. My first house, I used to walk by it on my way to the barbershop. I was cutting hair it Was barber at that time. I think I was in barber school or just finishing up getting my license and I used to walk by the house every morning claiming it. Yep. In my head. You, know, you didn't tell nobody. Sometimes you just can't tell everybody everything. <laughs> you just gotta move and they see it once it's done. You know, a lot of times you just can't share everything with everybody. So you just have to do it. And especially if it's an idea that's not well and completely resolved within you, you definitely don't want to share it until it's it's like a, a seed. It goes down first. You don't see nothing, but it's taking root underground. And then when you see that first blade of grass that pop up you know, you think it's also like a little weak grass. It's not really that weak because it's already got roots underneath. it. It's being held up, held out of roots. You don't know how many strands of roots is underneath it. But keeping that in mind, it's, um, you know, keeping it in darkness. It's like, they're see, going down, it's in darkness. dark down there, you know, dark, dark earth until, <clears throat> until it's proper time. So I would walk by the house and claim it. It was a family member of mine. And you know, um, coming from where I had come from, and being you know, um, you know, um, had been incarcerated, and you know those things, and you know, really didn't have a whole lot of expectations, and a lot of people that thought that I would, I could do it and would make it. Luckily, and luckily for me, that was what was a, was a big motivating factor for me. Um, that because you said I can't, that means that it really pushes me to make me, make me do it even more um you know um you know that's just that so with that 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 was really kind of a motivator for me so i walk by the home and i'm just saying this to say go to the house that you identify with if you're interested you know and you know um i wouldn't say necessarily set up a showing to go in the house um but if you can do do that get inside the house feel it look at it see your furniture in it see you owning it see you in the property. And walk away and leave with that, and then continue to, with the rest of the process, which happens to be to get the rest of your money up. Another thing you can do is also get that your banker. You want the right type of banker and the right type of real estate professional. Also, the lender has to be one that specializes in that too. The lender has. Oh, to you be gotta break the, all
4: three of those down. Okay. You gotta thank break you. all three. Yeah, thank yeah, because they. Thank you, thank
3: you.
4: Yeah, the yes. banker, the lender. Yes. Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay.
3: Thank you. Please. me anytime I get that they would get there. I appreciate you. So if, um, so the lender, the bank is the person that provides the the, the financing. They could be bank, but any one of the banks that qualify. So HUD says, we'll allow you to, we'll guarantee your loans that fit into this criteria. So the 12 of us, how many, six of us, how many of us is on the line? We go into Today, we said we're gonna open us up a bank. The six, we're gonna come and open up a bank. We got $300,000, $500,000, we open up this bank and we're gonna lend. It. HUD says, okay, if you meet these guidelines, we'll guarantee those loans. So HUD says, we'll guarantee those loans that you that you lend, provided they meet these requirements. So the lenders, Bank of America, any lender, we meet those requirements, we go to HUD and say, hey, we want to become a HUD approved lender. So as long as that lender meets that requirement, they can go and lend you the money for that particular property. So that's the bank, any bank, any bank USA, you know, um, your banker, they qualify. That's the person that's giving you the money the financing to go and say, I'm going to give you this, um, $97,000 and 596, uh, five, um, for the purchase of the house. But you got to come up with the, with the other, other, uh, 6% because we already found 3% that the bank is giving you back. So it's 9% it's costing you. It takes for you to get into this property. So, found three now you're down to six now I'm gonna go we're gonna get that banker or le- banker and the lender is the same let me make sure that I clarify that the banker and the lender is the same um, meaning they're the source of money they're the source of funds banking and lender banking and lender can you know definition wise mean be different but they're the source of financing right to get you into the property so the bank is one but you want the mortgage person that works for that bank that's that's your point of contact to be one that has done a deal or two like that before. That he specializes in HUD deals. He specializes in that type of a loan. Why is that important? So important because every area, there's things as different in New Jersey, in North New Jersey, that's different in South Jersey. That, I mean, it's the same state, but the South side of Jersey don't use um, attorneys and North side of Jersey is always using attorneys. So it changes, real estate really is that local. So your area is specific to you. It's not a, such a thing I can go and use, you know, real estate is that local. So you want a person that is, um, understands that and that has done um, one of those, done that deal before. So you wanna specialize in a, a person that does those loans. There's, there's nuances in different parts of the loan and things that are the transaction that happens that a regular banker ain't gonna get. And if you really don't know, you'll think it's you. You'll think it's something that you've done. Or you might think it's something that's going on you know, with, with, with your circumstances. But you know, that lender, it, it all could be because of the choice of persons, like picking a bad relationship, make your own choice. It just don't work out. You know, you think it's you, but you know it's really picking the right choice and making sure that the industry expert that you choose is the industry expert that knows what and is accomplishing your present time, your real life situation that you want to accomplish. So I, don't, you know, I want to accomplish it, and I'm thinking, I'm saying, okay, I want to own a home. I'm not mixing up, you know, my first home with wanting to be an investment home. Nope, I'm staying focused on this track of I want to own my first home, buy my first home that I don't, I don't have now, and how do I get in it? I found three percent. I can get three percent and add that in, leave that into the bank is gonna give me three percent of the cost to get into it. So I need nine thousand uh, or nine points. A point is one percent of the loan amount. So that's real estate need One point is one percent of the loan amount. So I need nine percent, nine points, nine to get into the loan. The bank is gonna give me three back. That's usually the way it goes with a with a bank or with a um with. Um, when a bank is fine, when a bank is with an REO or a foreclosure. However, if you find a property that's owned by a, by a, a per a per person, they can give you six percent back. Now you found six points. Now you're only coming to the table with three percent. So the other thing is you can get down, down payment assistance. Now the down payment assistance can go with the bank, the banker's portion. So in your research, you're gonna be looking up down payment assistance. How much you know depending on the property you find if the property is a HUD property if it's a property that's a bank owned property let me just just say a bank owned you know foreclosure or bank owned the maximum you can get back usually is going to be three percent of it when i say get back is you're getting three percent of the closing cost to help you get into that property so they're financing your closing costs for you to get into the property so three percent of the of the of the cost you're financing and being financed by. You're gonna finance it over thirty years. What difference do it make? It's it's about twenty five. It's about ten dollars per hundred. Um, what, you, what what is it twenty? What is it ten twenty five dollars per one hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. thousand. Well, hold,
4: hold, hold on, okay. You dropping mad knowledge. Let me let okay. me let me set you up with a few scenarios. I'm a veteran. I'm sixty five yes. years old. Yep. I want to get me a house. With all the information that you just said, tell me the steps. Best steps.
3: As, as a veteran, you don't you can walk into that house with zero dollars. As a VA, a VA loan, you walk into it with 100%. They it's set up so as a veteran, not only can you as a veteran walk into the house with no money, and just pay the fee.
4: Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold if on. If you're because they not listening. Say on, let it rewind all that. Cause hundred percent, no doubt, rewind all that.
3: Yeah,
4: give it to them. Start over and give it that's to right.
3: them. So as a veteran with a VA loan, you can technically walk into the house uh, with a hundred percent, less the fees. So you don't pay a fee, but it'll be minimal, it's not a lot. But you technically, and I'm just this is that's empowering as a veteran person that has been in. You can go technically that. A so niche market to somebody for a real agent that's just doing the game. That's a whole niche market for you to tackle and just target the veterans and VA loans and just do that and be a VA agent and just do it. because you technically, is no, yes, sir, there's no, um, <laughs> there's no, um, um, what do you call it, um, no credit. So, there it, because it's HUD, it's technically HUD that goes with VA and HUD. They don't have a credit score requirement the bank may have a credit score criteria or requirement but the entity itself that's um backing the loan don't so they'll say you can go to a bank again make sure you find that va lender though because i'm telling you there's nuances to that i've 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 tried and tested this there's nuances to it that (laughs) that a regular lender sure i can do it they go and they, you know, lender, They go and look at the roster and say, sure, "These are the loans we can do." Sure, I can do it, but you want someone that has done it before. Pretty much, you know, makes the loan a lot more smoother. Like you want a loan lender that has done a um, rehab loan before. But you can walk into that VA veteran loan, the VA loan, um, with your DD 214, I believe it's called, and you go and get that, and that's proof that you've been in the, um, been in, been in the, um, in your, um. And, and, and you serve and you take that DD 214, they verify it, uh, the VA vendor comes back, you can put down a hundred dollars on this property. It's designed just for that purpose, you know? And that's a niche market, man. You just gave me an idea for any agent that's coming. That's that's. I'm sending them right there to that, target that, you know? That's a target market to target. As a niche market for an agent to go after and target Especially in this time right now, where the, veteran, the veterans are not really don't get the credit, don't being treated. I mean, that's just a good. It's a target, good target audience to target to help. You know, not you know, and make money while you're doing it. You know what I mean? So, I feel throw your um, I feel throw
4: your, your veteran, I feel because you do it so good. You right. do it so right. good. I feel right. throw right. your right. L-E-U. Right. I got somebody on the call right now. They own their own construction company. Okay, they own their own construction company. Wow. How can they partner with veterans and veteran lenders so they never have to worry about a check again? They can just serve veterans, right? And these houses. Because of yeah. course, these houses, these yeah, these vendor loaded houses, they're not gonna need much work. You understand what I'm saying? But there may be an opportunity to work something up so they can be, well, I don't know, but with your knowledge, I'm sure we have to, you know, we might have to keep figuring this out, but with the knowledge you have right now, how can you steer us in some sort of direction?
3: Okay. Now you said a a construction company, they do build, they do the construction, right?
4: Do construction. Wants to give back all license, bonded, all that stuff that's right want to partner with a lender and just get in on rehabbing or at least maintaining these houses just so they can you know maybe they can make an extra two thousand a month you know some sort of basically how can i get to predictable revenue (laughs) because veterans aren't going to stop being veterans and houses aren't going to stop being houses how can i take my small company yeah and then attach myself to this predictable revenue i'm not trying to game the system. I just want to be in the flow of such oh. predictable revenue.
3: And, ain't, and we're, not, we're not stopping going to war. So you are going to continue to go to war, more and more, more and more. Fact. So I would say, I would say, attach yourself to, um, to all find the top VA lenders in your area. Find the VA lenders that are doing VA loans and attach to them and identify them and partner with them. That way it's not just one VA company, but it's every VA lender, every VA. Mm. Every VA, you know, you attach yourself to all of them in your area, as far as you want to go. You can reach out 100, 200 miles out each way, 150 miles in each direction if you want and get the top VA lender that you, um, uh, VA lender that's in, that area and attach yourself to them. Hey, here's I'm um, you know uh, and your your cause is you want to work with the you know be, your cause is your cause and attach um, um so contact them. You will reach out to them and you just reach out to them and provide offer them your service. Hey, I'm a licensed bonded construction um, construction company. And we do specialize in working with VA. Um, we work, we work with VA um, um, veterans. And if you're talking to a VA lender, his primary audience may be VA lenders. other part of that is you may, you might want to become HUD certified too, because then at that point, not only do you do the um, just the VA loans, you become 203K specialist, because there's a special type of lender, of a contractor that does. Me, the 203K rehab work. That is a steady flow of income that where I'm at, they can't even find reputable contractors for. You got a contracting company, I'm sure the same is happening there. The thing is getting in the right position in the right place because you can't even find reputable contractors here. It's hard to find contractors. The thing is, though, is, is be in te- be, I'm not saying you're not, but have integrity and don't take on more work than you can, than you can handle. and have a reputation of completing your jobs and just do what you can do if you have to hire more to get to do more but that's an industry in the field that is underrepresented and is under staff so there's a need for um companies construction companies in this industry specifically to get that hud money you know that that contract rehab money so the, the, it would be to really to contact the va lenders so it would be a search and the top the top 1% of those lenders that do VA loans, if they exist of where they are, you want to tap them and reach out to where they are. And how do you, you know, um, that's one of the differences that NARAP offer, right? Because NARAP have networking events where not only is real estate professionals there, you got the contractors, the appraisers, all, every facet of the real estate industry is at these national conventions We're going to one, I think it's May, the couple months coming up. But just, that's where we, our, we was in Vegas the last couple of weeks ago. We was at one. All the people that are there that were the industry experts, appraisers, um, contractors. The podcast, I did a podcast with, with took two interviews while we were down there. One was with the appraiser, with an appraiser. One was with a lender, mortgage lender, and a broker. He has a, and he's from California. He has a mortgage company and a real estate brokerage company in California. My point for that is how you get in, to answer the question of how do you get in contact with them? You go where they are so go where they are go to your networking events find a naraf chapter in your area that would be the, that would be what i would suggest uh what i'm not where are you at what city are you from lisa
4: she's in oh i'll let her answer herself
3: so. maycliffe texas galveston area galveston county oh i was in texas oh yeah texas got a big texas texas is one of the largest chapters Texas rules stuff when it comes to uh, voting. Texas got a real heavy hand over there um, for, 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 for um, so Texas is large. So Texas got a hard, large chapter there. So find your NARAP, NARAP chapter. Andrea Kutsey is a big, big name there, you'll know her. She's a um, heavy hitter down there with, she got a real estate company. Um, but find the local NARAP chapter there and partner with them um, because you could become a member as an allied member have your construction company become a member, and then you're in all the there's 90 chapters that have nationwide. Um, Texas is one of the largest chapters. N-A-R-E-B, National Association of Real Estate Brokers. And it's N A R E B. Yeah, that's what she was just asking. Yeah, yeah. you must have heard it. That's what she was
4: just asking. That's what she was just asking. You must have just read a line. What do you mean? The the N A R
3: B however you just said it. Give give it to us again. Yes sir. Um, sure. N A R E B. N R E B. NARAB, National Association of Real Estate Brokers. Man is New Jersey right now, so he's right in my backyard. He's right here. The local president is um, uh, you know, right here locally. So. um, but find a chapter in your area, NARAB, a chapter, Texas is a per. you good, you know what I mean? I, you're good in Texas, and my point is just to get with, um, you know, tie yourself and put yourself in, get in the room with them, you know, with them, and, and you want to get on that list of, and um, get on the list, and all it takes is for you to do one or two jobs. Then you name one or two jobs with a VA vendor, and then because it's, so, it's such a market that's so uh, underrepresented and understaffed, You do one or two jobs in it that your your work is going to speak for itself, you know, and that's the way it works with that industry. And I'm sure, you know, it's there's a there's a uh, there's a desert there when it comes to contractors that's you know that has it. And research that that um designation of what the requirements is to become an approved HUD um contractor because I'm telling you, they do not have enough people. Texas may be different, I don't know about Texas, I'm sure I can tell you, Jersey and Pennsylvania. There is hard to find reputable and good contractors that can yeah, get in there. Yeah. Get I, I think that's nationwide. The I think that's nationwide money's bro. gonna be there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. No doubt. Um I'm hoping I ain't all over the place with it, but I want to make sure. No, nah, man, you're
4: good. you're good. Man. Definitely Definitely you're good, man. No, 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 no. That's why I, look, let me tell back. you, bro, I knew to let you talk most of this episode. You understand what I'm saying? Cause this 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 is right up your alley, man. <laughs> this this next section. Because all I do yeah. as an investor is tell you what I want. You understand what I'm saying? So now you go That's use it. expertise. That's why I ain't said too much this this episode. I ain't said too much because I'm smart enough to know <laughs> that you you didn't you didn't taught me fifty things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you didn't taught Amen. me fifty things. Let, let me throw you another situation, cause I'm I'm actually yeah. throwing you situations that are on this all phone. Right. I mean, on this call right now, okay? Yeah, I, yeah man, Every, the, the, the alloys no. I'm throwing you are relevant to this call, okay? I make six figures. <laughs> I'm taking care of my wife. I'm doing my thing. You understand? I'm doing my thing. I make six figures, take care of my wife, doing my thing. Money's not tight, but I'm looking to get out of trading my time for money. How can I use my mm-hmm. employer? How can I use my employer's money to then switch over and start investing in the real estate? Where should I start? Where should I go? Give me some
3: steps. All right. If I was in that situation, I, asked question I would got us to have a you got off? damn, well, we got the, recording. oh yeah, yeah okay. no, keep on. yeah, no sir, yo so uh I, I would um I would sit down and have a real conversation with myself, a present time conversation and take a look at in inventory and where I'm at and what it is, and say um, um okay, but first of all, begin to steal away, nobody know,'m starting to plant a seed and throwing that seed, digging a hole and dropping the seed in it. Plant better. If you always teach you always teaching, man. I'll begin to plant better by first, stealing away, and I would drop a seed and start going to work to make a way while I'm still underneath my employer. And anything, if there is there, if there's any schooling or education that's offered that, that employers will pay for, I'm taking advantage of it. So some courses, right, in real estate college courses will uh, satisfy as the equivalent for your real estate license. So if my employer is willing to pay for my real estate license course, sometimes the course is not as much, it's under $500 in most cases, right? Um, But um, 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 there's courses that, Your employer may pay for that are college-related courses that you can get to pay get them to pay you for and maintain a C average or whatever however that works and it'll be paid for by the employer. That's one way to do it. You know, maybe take a little long time doing it. That way, it's a lot real estate class you can probably get it in in ten days. But I would just say steal away and start finding a way to get one property, man. Because one property purchased right can find that that's a college tuition for your child. If your child is born um now buy a property to pay their college tuition today so that way you ain't got to worry about it. if you buy a property and keep it by the time they go to college it'll be paid for halfway paid for at least because real estate appreciate if you buy right though the key is getting the right person the at the foundation so i'm just saying you know start if you steal away and find a way to utilize you know whatever options your employer is providing to pay for the education wise but at night, take the real estate course. Get educated. Get the information. Even if it's, you don't have to take the course. And, you know, just, but just get informed by the individuals that that's giving you what you need. You know, sift through what it is that you know that's really gonna help you really get there. Not the stuff that's selling you to sell you. You know, sell you in a way that you know, you know, you get more than what you. Faithful, you get ATS uh, from Antonio and what he Eva- provides man, you know, so you know real when you see real, you know, and just get that information Whether you take a course first of all is getting informed and educating yourself about the process and enough about the process that's going to help you to get to where you need to get to, you know, and I think that that's the first step is really getting your mind right and and going into agreement with it because to come out of a trading time for a paycheck mentality is a process and is a thought and it's a mind state, mindset, you know? So I have to get to a place where, okay, I'm gradually un- thinking that process. I'm gradually, I'm gradually, um, you know, undoing that. I'm gradually, I gotta, you know, I have to think and totally think different, you know? And so I need to get around other people that's already done that, other people that's striving to do that, you know, and get around those people and see how they're doing it. There's nothing wrong with pledging allegiance to your brother so long as you don't break your allegiance. And uh, I know nobody don't know what that means. It may not mean it's, uh, what that means, but it's, it, it's no lo- nothing wrong with me pledging my allegiance to you and following your example. And as long as I'm being true to, we're being true to one another. You know, I can pledge my allegiance to you as long as it's in, it's in truth. You know, we have the best intent for one another. We have the best intent. I don't know what you know as it becomes to whatever that field, that field is. You don't know what I know when it comes to that, but we collectively, I'm pledging my allegiance to you and my awe in a sense that, you know, so if a person knows more than what I know, I can get on the path with him and work and follow that until I'm strong enough to add my own flavor to it, if that makes sense. I'm strong enough to, 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 to branch off and, you know, and then do it myself. So it first starts perfect. with education and knowledge and becoming the best informed as best as you can about what you want to do and how you want to get there and doing it that way. So, yeah. That's perfect, bro. Saying.
4: Perfect. No, no, perfect. Perfect. Appreciate you, man. Give us some final words and, and take us on out of here.
3: All right. So with um, finding a real estate professional, subscribe to if Start Now. Don't wait. Start now, even the process, because it doesn't cost you a thing to start the process of 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 making up your mind to buy something or to get into. It don't cost one dime to make up your mind to say I'm going to do this. Like you said after the day's cast that we had to make up our mind to to put that live show on, it cost a dime for me to do it. I'm doing what you just said to start that, that show, that first cast, you know. Or so it doesn't cost anything to do to make up your mind to say I'm going to buy my first house. Do that, and then there's a lot of little steps that you can do in the meantime do those things. Start picking up those little steps of what you can do right now to get the process started for purchasing. Um, download hudhomestore.com is one. You can get good deals still from there, especially if it's your first one, you buy it, and you're an occupant, go get your best deal from that thing, man. You can do it. I've seen them properties go for $5,000, you know, for a house, a whole house. I'm like, man, but being a broker, you can't even buy it got to find other ways to do it but you know it's just you know so there's deals there where there's equity in it i would say start that's the only that's what i would say start now start from right where you at don't let nothing tell you you can't get in it jump in it both feet and um start the process even if you don't have the money because what i do know for certain is the good deal always will find the money so a good deal will always find the money get set it up get the process and get it in step and get it in place a good deal will find the money, you know, and um, you'd be surprised at what'll happen for you when you start walking towards it. You start making a commitment to yourself and you make up your mind to say that I'm gonna do it. You'd be surprised at what doors open up for you, you know, what by, the, you know, the author, the originator originated of the universe, by whatever name we choose to call them, you know, um, and whatever energy we use, it, you know, will open up doors. So that's what I have to add. And I thank you for um, for the opportunity to
4: share that. No doubt. Appreciate you, man. Start Thank now, you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's just good stuff, man. Appreciate you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We're so grateful I knew to take a back seat on this episode and let my man Maurice broker of three Soon to be four states getting ready to be president of everything out there on the East Coast. And I'm so grateful to have his presence there. Do me a favor and Maurice as soon as you hang up this this call, call Deanna real quick. And ladies and okay. gentlemen, I'm so grateful for, for all of you. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Yeah, all have a good day. See you for all the other trainings happening tonight. All right, everybody.
5: You should really be famous for every tear you've ever cried, for everything that's ever happened to you, for all the abuse you've ever been through, for the divorce you've ever been through. You should absolutely be famous for that. Yeah, that's how I think. As a matter of fact, that's how most of us, great motivational speakers or platform speakers, we are. I speak over 400 times a year. I command over $40,000 a keynote. $40,000 a keynote. I can make $30,000 in 30 minutes. All because my story was one of tragedy. And I've learned how to take it to one of great wealth. I want to teach you that. I wanna to give to you free, no risk, no charge, no credit card needed, free 20 hours of how to get famous for telling your story. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can not plan better, you can dominate. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect, you're already absolutely great, and you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have, it's not what you do, it's what you know How do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family my name is antonio t smith jr 32 years ago i lived in a trash can that's right from 6 to 14 i had no running water no electricity no anything and somehow i'm in the top one percent today To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man in the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's going to teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff, plus I'm going to give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class, plus I'm going to give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're going to have in your life
6: person for two years to fit any of those forty-eight job positions. Hear me well. Forty-eight job positions, twenty-two dollars an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True.